does one maintain a level of success needed? How does one deal with things? How does one get their driver's license? How does one get good grades? How does one go best school? How does one know the sure standardized test? How does one handle the transition into starting their own independent life in college? So I'm here today with one of my friends and recent grad, Jacob Joseph. Hello, it is great to be back on what is, what's definitely a different day than I was here on the, the last Oh, episode. definitely. It's, it's a, it's, it's a Friday now. And the other time was, that was a Tuesday. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't listened to the last episode, you definitely should because we talk about how does one deal with a breakup. And today he's back to help me discuss how does one know when to leave and like when to leave a relationship. Uh, but before we get into the serious stuff, uh, I guess we're going to do a little BuzzFeed quiz. Uh, Jacob has not even told me what the quiz is over, so I'm totally blind going to this. So we'll see how stupid this turns out. <laughs> and really, you're on the same level as our viewers. So, For real. <laughs> listeners, so today we are going to be taking the which possible Illuminati member are you <laughs> from March, tw- March 17th, 2014. So if you, you want to play along at home, I guess pause, pause the, the, the podcast right now and pull up a tab and you can play with us. Okay. I was not aware that there were different members of the Illuminati. <laughs> Jacob, uh, what are you signing me up for? a lot of them. I bet you're going to get Beyonce. <laughs> but, okay, okay. Okay, here's your first question. Okay. Pick a word. Power, money, greed, deception, control, loss, responsibility, destruction, or gain? Control. Control? Yeah. Right. Okay. Pick a number. Three, seven, nine, thirteen, eleven, thirty-three, six, 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 thirty-nine, seventeen, seventy-six. Seventeen seventy-six. Yeah, I don't know why that's on there. Is that an Illuminati thing I just don't know about? I don't know. I know that like thirty either thirty-three or thirty-two is like big with the like freemasons or something i only know this because i was watching a documentary i swear i'm not in a cult or anything okay. um right. but... it's like which member of the illuminati are you it's like sarah lusk <laughs> uh, yeah no i swear i'm 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 normal all right all right pick a lizard so uh you can't see it but our first one here he's sort of he's got gray underbelly and oh. but a sort of brown head and he has like green greenish stuff around his eyes our second guy here sort of looks like the head of a snake and he's definitely camouflaged into the the sandy ground and the third one's just sort of this tan big old lizard and the fourth one is a green lizard with black irises and a orange eye the next one looks like a snake again which definitely a camouflage person the third one's another Another green one. And that's that's really all he is. The next one's a Komodo dragon. And I know that, so I hope you know what that is. Yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> and the next one looks like Rango. And then... Ooh, I want the one that looks like Rango. Okay, all right. We're going with the one that looks like Rango. And if you don't think he looks like Rango, uh, I guess if you're following along at home, and you don't think he looks like Rango, then I'm sorry. I, I apologize. But uh, <laughs> for our next question... 
pick a name of the devil. We have Satan, Lucifer, Abaddon. I don't know if that's how you say it. I actually haven't heard that one before. Maybe I have. I just don't remember. Antichrist, Diablo, Archfiend, Beelzebub, Leviathan, or Belial? I'm going to go with Beelzebub because Queen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I can get on board with that. Pick a color. This is definitely a less extreme question after the last one. <laughs> but uh, we have red, black, green, dark blue, yellow, light blue, white, orange, and purple. Definitely yellow. Okay. All right. Solid choice. Pick a Greek <laughs> god. Hades, Aphrodite, Hermes, Poseidon, Hesia. Demeter, Zeus, Apollo, Athena. Mm, I feel like Athena is kind of the coolest of the options. Yeah, isn't she like... Uh, She's like no. the goddess of wisdom. Oh, I, I don't know who the, who's the god of war then. I, I don't know who I was thinking. Hmm. Maybe next time we'll do a which Greek god are you. Are you afraid of fluoride? Your options are yes, no, or what? Um... <sighs> See, I'm torn. I'm not necessarily afraid of fluoride because it's like in my toothpaste and in the water, but I also don't drink tap water. So I would say no. I think it's weird you have to ponder that question. I, I just <laughs> know. Do you know uh, what fluoride is? Yeah, I just know it's in the toothpaste, so I'm like, I guess it's all yeah, right. Yeah, they put it in your water, but they say it can, like, it can kill you and stuff, so you have to be, like, really careful with how much you take in. That's why oh. you're not supposed to swallow toothpaste. Oh. It's good for your, the strength of your teeth, but it's not good for your digestive system. That's yeah. weird. I don't know that. Fun fact, all the Visco girls out there are like, oh, I'm so <laughs> glad somebody knows. Was the 1969 moon landing a hoax? Yes, obviously. Don't be stupid. Or what? Um, let's go with yes, obviously, don't be stupid, because I feel like... No, no, that... no, no. Yes, obviously, and don't be stupid are two separate things. Oh. Yes. Just yes. Not because oh. I really believe it was a hoax, but I think it'll really spice up my answer. Oh, I, I think it, it should have been a hoax. I think it was definitely meant to bankrupt, bankrupt the Soviets at first. I think we went to the moon... But I don't think the first one was real. Just as that flag. I don't that's a believe very interesting. That's a very interesting theory. Yeah. I haven't really looked into it. Honestly, I'm open to aliens being real. So I'm open to the moon landing being being fake. Um, yeah, not sure. Okay. Well, if, if the moon landing was a hoax, how do you explain the incident that occurred in Roswell in 1947? I don't. Do you know what they're referring to? No. <laughs> okay, so basically in Roswell, uh, people said that something crashed on this farm. And two seconds later, the government showed up. And uh, they sealed off the entire premises. And they conducted a bunch of tests there. And they said it was an air balloon. It was a hot air balloon. Because people recall seeing something that was like, that was like very strong metal. But then, like, if you tried to touch it, it would, it would like, almost, like, act like foil. That's but the government said weird. it was a hot air balloon. So huh. your options are what? It was a hot air... Or 
it was a it was a hot air balloon or aliens aliens 100 percent. yeah that's something i don't think they can explain what it was a hot air balloon the government showing up is just too weird yeah totally you know okay this is a little off topic and i'm i'm not trying to take up all of our time telling stories but <laughs> there's this really good show and i think it's on the history channel i'm not 100 sure but it's called like the the mystery at skinwalker ranch or something like that and it is one of the best shows i've ever seen it's so good so long story short there's this documentary yeah it's like they they have this ranch and like all this weird stuff had happened like cow mutilations like they're pretty sure there was ufos like people were like sick and stuff and they can't explain it and so the people who live there left and so like 40 or 60 years later these investigators come and they're trying to like explain it with science and it's like so interesting because they're like catching things on video and most uff shows can't catch that they're like yeah, oh there's a ufo but you can't see anything whereas here they literally have it frame by frame it is so cool 10 out of 10 would recommend okay final question are you or have you ever been a reptile yes no you're beginning to ask questions you don't want the answer to. Those are your three options. You're beginning to ask questions you don't want the answer to. All right. I bet you got Beyonce. Let's see who you got. <laughs> you got Tupac Shakur. This, I guess that makes sense. You Is that the guy who sings low? No, Tupac's dead. Or at least. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretend I'm not stupid. <laughs> Well, I think it's okay that you weren't in on 90s rap. I feel like that's nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> but uh, you faked your own death to prove your commitment to the Illuminati cause, allegedly. Who knows where you are now? Sightings have placed you in Jamaica, China, and even America. Your skills and talents are missed in the community, but all are suspicious of your disappearance. I'd believe it, 100%. Sounds like me. I, I guess I apologize to any, any Tupac fans who are listening. But I don't think the world's ultimately changed dramatically if Tupac's alive. Like, I think if Fidel's ca- if Fidel Castro's, like, alive, that's game-changing. That means that there's this dictator that we all thought was dead, but he's still chilling. Or even yeah. if, if it turns Hitler. out... Yeah. If Hitler was in Argentina, that's weird. Yep, but watch also, documentary like, on that one, too. <laughs> no, but uh, if Kim Jong-un is dead right now, then that would be game-changing. Because that man disappeared for a straight, like, 20 days. And he was supposedly in surgery. And they just came out, all right. So I'm like... Okay, well, that was a very great BuzzFeed quiz. And I quite enjoyed knowing that I'm Tupac. Um, (laughs) But today we've come to discuss how does one know when to leave? And, um, like, knowing when to end a relationship. Yeah. So I... Oh, sorry? I I was going to say, like, not like when to leave a room, but like we're, we're specifically talking <laughs> When to go back home. Yeah, no. <laughs> when to leave a relationship. So I think before you can even decide, oh, it's time to leave, you know, you got to keep in mind um, several things to help you decipher the best outcome. So I think first it would be not to be overly optimistic or overly pessimistic because it'll become so easy in your head to be like, oh, things will work out or like things will never work. You know, you've got to balance that reality and being objective about it. Especially if you're like, this is this is one that people fall into really easily. They're like, well, what if what if I leave them and then I can't find love past them? And 
that that gets you into the state where you're like, well, I must stay with them because they're the only people who've loved me. That's like the worst place you can go with a pessimistic outlook. Oh yeah, totally. Person. And I think with the optimistic outlook, the worst thing you can do is like, oh, I know that you know this is really emotionally draining, and it it doesn't really look like it's gonna work for the best, but. But what if he changes or what if she starts doing things differently? You know, it could really work. You know, if you put yourself in that place, you're just setting yourself up to hurt even more later. Yeah, especially if you've convinced yourself. You're like, okay, guys, I know this is like the 16th time we've got into the verge of breaking up, but he said he was going to change. And then, like, you're just setting yourself up for, for just disappointment over and over again and just never-ending disappointment. Yeah, that's just not a healthy loop to be in. And, you know, if you're getting yourself in these loops, you need to learn how to communicate because that could be a big problem is not knowing how to communicate. And that could really make or break a relationship. So before you're able to say, yeah, no, I need to leave or like, oh, I need to stay. You need to assess how well are we communicating? How well am I verbalizing what I'm not satisfying with? How well am I listening to what they're not satisfied with? Also, if you communicate, you'll realize things that you didn't realize in the first place, it, whether it's about yourself or the relationship as a whole, that also will really help you look at things objectively. Because once you start to get ideas out there and start to think about more stuff, you'll see you'll see stuff you didn't see before because you were looking through life with uh, rose-tinted glasses. And it's like, you know, as, as the famous poet Diane from BoJack Horseman said, when you look at life through rose-tinted glasses, all the red flags just seem like flags. Wow, thank you for sharing that wisdom. <laughs> yeah, no, good quote, good show. Y'all should go watch it. <laughs> and I think uh, just before we get into, you know, what are red flags and, you know, the actual of when to leave a relationship, you need to keep in mind that all of this advice is going to be case to case. So sometimes you're going to need to listen to more extreme advice and sometimes you need to listen to the more middle ground advice, you know, so just keep in mind that maybe not all of this is going to apply to you. So if you go and leave a relationship or stay in a relationship and then it doesn't work out the way you want it to, don't come back and blame us because, you know, it is case to case. And ultimately, if you're there in that situation, like, this could apply to you, but if it doesn't, ask your friends. Those are the people who will really understand what's going on with you and with your significant other and really the best ways to go about it. Yeah, totally. So let's kind of talk about some red flags. So um, like Jacob, what do you feel like are some major red flags that you see okay. in relationships? Okay, the largest, largest red flag in my opinion is you're like the people around you your friends and your family they don't support their relationship mm -hmm. i think that's that's the 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 really the largest problem you can start with because that first of all that would mean that the they your your partner would need to win the people in your life over to their side and that means that obviously they must have some reason for not trusting them whether that be they don't think they're a good person or they just don't think that they're right for you. Because those people in your life, they're going to know the most about you. Because those are the people you're going to spend all your time with. So for them to assess whether, I mean, for, for another person to, to come into your life, they, they really do have to assess that and give it the all clear, basically. 
Because sometimes, what uh, once again, coming back to looking at things optimistically, you won't notice a lot of stuff that they'll be able to pick up on because they won't have the same feelings for this person that you do. Yeah, totally. I think even, you know, uh, I'm a Christian, you're a Christian. Family is such an important aspect um, of Christianity. You know, you're supposed to have a strong household. And so from a Christian perspective, if your family doesn't support your relationship or your friends don't support your relationship, then they're probably seeing character problems and they're probably seeing issues in that person that maybe you don't know how to recognize. You know, we all see things differently. And sometimes you need other people to come in and say, well, look at it from my angle, you know? And so even if you're not religious, even if you're not Christian, you know, I know family is so important to so many people out there. And if you're willing to break that up for somebody you're not related to by blood, then you really need to look into what are you putting over your family? Because I feel like family should come first. Also, uh, I, I suppose this is this is generally a broad thing that I'm about to say, but I, I think it applies most of the time. But if it doesn't, then I guess, once again, this is case by case. Ultimately, your family, like, at the end of the day, they're going to care about you more and they're going to care for you more than that person can. That doesn't mean that that person couldn't end up caring for you as much as your family, but they're going to, your family and your friends are going to have your best interests in mind. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, you have a really toxic relationship with them. In that case, that's another thing to sort out. But they're going to always want the best for you. So to really take their opinion and just throw it away and be like, you don't know what's right for me. I feel like to throw throw away your family's opinion for that, huge mistake from the get-go and huge red flag. Yeah, definitely. I think another red flag is when you can't fill your needs from that person or you're overly filling your needs from that person. So let's say, I don't know, let's say you're really social And typically you're going out with your friends all the time and you're like really excited to see them. And then you get this new girl or this new man. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, sorry, guys, I don't have time to hang out with you. Like, I'm going to go hang out with so and so. Okay, well, that's a red flag because now they've taken you away from the things that matter and from the things that are going to contribute to your life outside of them. And it's like in no way, in no way spending time with your with your partner a bad thing. But yeah, you're exactly right. If if it's pulling away from the time that you have with your friends, that's when it becomes a bad thing. That's when it oversteps its boundary. Yeah, totally. I think the optimal, you know, situation would be uh, having a significant other who likes your friends and who your friends like, because then you guys can all hang out together and you can get that time with them. And of course, always reserve time for dates. Like you, you deserve that as a couple. But I think at the end of the day, you need to recognize that both are important and you need to know how to balance them. Um, and that should be something you are capable of approaching them about. If that is a problem, you know, and being able to talk to them, you shouldn't be afraid of how they'll respond. Yeah, because I feel like if you can't approach them, to talk about your feelings or what's going on in your life, then that shows that you don't know how to communicate. And that can cause, that can literally like break up a relationship. That can shake, shake it up like so horribly to where, to where like it'll just fall apart. Because if you can't communicate, then how are you going to go for it? How are you going to make it through difficult times? Like you just can't. 
Yeah, totally. And I think another major red flag is if they simply won't change. Like they've just flat out told you, no, I'm happy this way, or you're expecting too much from me. You know, that's kind of a red flag. Not even that they're a bad person of that, you know, this relationship's just not going to work at the end of the day because um, you're asking for a specific thing that maybe they're not able to provide or maybe they don't want to provide. You just need to know that that is a red flag. That's something to be looking out for. So I think a major red flag of like, hey, bro, like it's time to leave is when you lose feelings. I think this is something is so, so easy to fall into. And I have a lot of sympathy and empathy for people who fall into this because it's terrifying to tell somebody, hey, I don't love you anymore. That is so hard. And I totally understand if that's, you know, where you're at. But I think in the long run, it's going to be so much better for you if you just tell this person flat out, you know, I loved you at one point, but right now I don't feel like I'm going to be able to provide that same love. And I think it's time that we see other people or it's time that we take a break or that I really assess who I am, you know? Yeah. And it's like, ultimately, that's that's a tough place to be in. You know, it's, it's literally rocking a hard place. Yeah, totally. Because it's like, on one hand, if you if you tell them that they aren't your bona fide stallion, that <laughs> they might they might get sad and go super depresso mode. But also if you keep it going and keep telling them that you're their bona fide stallion, even though you don't feel like you are, then you're just leading them on at that point. And that's a horrible place for them to be. But also it's like, you feel like you're doing the right thing, but either way it's going to hurt. So yeah. you're belonging it. Yeah. There's no good place to get in with that. And it's just, it's a, terrible place to be but it's just realistically people fall into that and it's not something to blame them for you know if you haven't listened to our other episode with Jacob I would totally recommend it because we talk about managing hurt feelings Um, but yeah like it's not something to blame them for that's not necessarily their fault it's just recognizing hey like it's just it's time to leave this isn't right for this season yeah and uh it's like yeah what you're saying there there's no good way there's only at least this is my opinion People might think differently, but there's only a better way. And the better way is to end it when you lose feelings instead of lying to yourself and lying to them. Yeah, totally. I think another time of like when you should leave a relationship is when you see that you're going in circles or like things aren't changing because you're just putting yourself in this place to get hurt over and over again. And, you know, if you have to go in a circle more than once, like, I get it. Sometimes people have to, you know, take a break for a little bit and come back and be new people. That's one thing. But it's another if you keep coming back and they're just coming back with the same problems they had before and they're not different. There's no point in dating because you, you've you been in this relationship before. You know how it's going to end. Yeah, and it's like, it's like as a great poet, Julian Casablanca said, and his song Brooklyn Bridge to Chorus by the Strokes. One shot is never enough. I just wait for us to go in circles. A lifetime of giving my all for you. Give me a break. Because at the end of the day, if you're just going in circles, whether it be the person says they're going to change and then they don't, or you're like, maybe we should break up. And then you're like, wait, no, but... I love you so much. I don't know how I'm supposed to live without you. I can't even breathe without you. And then get back together. Either way, like, you're just going to keep going and going and going. And really, 
one shot will never be enough for you because you just gotta keep spiraling down that thing, you know? Yeah, if you're in a relationship where you're just going in circles because you feel like you can't be without them, that's really, at the end of the day, it's a security problem in yourself. You know, you can't blame the other person for that. And that's something that you need to learn how to work through. There's probably plenty of self-help articles out there about how to get self-security, but I think you shouldn't even get a relationship if you can't be secure in who you are on your own because you're going to drag that person through that. Yeah, and ultimately that means that you went into the relationship with... The mindset that this person, this is going to be the person to complete you. It's going to be that, was it was it Jerry Maguire with Tom Cruise where he's like, you, you complete me. I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know if you've seen that or not. I but, don't think I have. It sounds okay. familiar. But uh, I think that's where he says that. I don't know. Tom Cruise says it in one of his movies. That's all I know. But it's probably not Mission Impossible. But <laughs> ultimately, it's like going into that, you may have thought that. And that's not... I don't think that's your fault. I feel like many things in our media perpetuate this kind of idea that someone out there is going to complete you. You're never going to be happy till you find that person. But ultimately, now you can take that away from this. You can you can learn how to be complete on your own and how to be happy and be self-sufficient. Yeah, totally. I think another like probably the biggest reason to leave a relationship would be if your significant other is emotionally, physically, socially, or even spiritually draining or abusive. That is the worst place to be in a relationship. Yeah, and, okay, the abusive thing? Here's the thing. Everyone, like, everyone will will easily, easily see if someone's physically abusive. And obviously, like, obviously they'll see that. But one thing people don't see is if they're emotionally abusive. Yeah, totally. cause you to think that you can't live without them and that you have to stay with them even if it's not overt because sometimes you won't even realize it sometimes you'll you'll have been almost been lulled into this place where you're like but i need them to survive no one's gonna love me like they have they said it before none none of the people in my past have loved me like they have none of my friends have loved me like they have like no one has and it's like if you can if you can realize that somebody's doing that to you and that they're basically emotionally abusing you then it's it's time to get out that's not even a red flag that is just that is a reason to get out right now at like at that moment because there's no coming back from that you know people always throw around i can't live without you that is a such a terrible and toxic way of telling somebody that they're tied to you or if somebody is making you do something that you're not comfortable with and they're like, oh, but like, you should trust me, you know, you should do these things for me. Oh, That's true. another thing. Like, like, honestly, if, if someone is like, cause like physically abusive, also people will be like, oh, well, people's mind will go to domestic abuse and like Chris Brown, because Chris Brown is somehow still around, even though he has so many domestic abuse cases, but physically abusive like like you're saying they can they can make you do things that you're not comfortable with and they can just just lull you into into this idea that you have to because you're like loyal to them in some way that's like well don't you want to fulfill my needs this is something that i need you to do and they're just using you and they're just like at that point they're using you for your body and that's that's Mm -hmm. horrible and you you have to get out at that point because there's most likely there's nothing much beyond that for, for their attraction for you. 
it puts you in this place where you feel like your relationship depends on what you can offer them. And yeah. like, especially because yeah. most of the people listening are probably minors, that is so dangerous and you're crossing serious lines and you really need to be careful with that because that comes with shame. It can come with legal problems. It's, it's not a good place to be at all. Impossible amounts of guilt. Yeah, like, definitely. If, if you've gone through it, then you know. But if you haven't, that's, it's, it's bad. It's not a fun place to be, really. Yeah, totally. I feel like another thing people don't talk about is, we, we briefly touched on this earlier, uh, if someone's, like, socially draining you or, like, or, like, almost abusive socially to where, like, either, obviously, extreme examples of this are they attempt to humiliate you or they just, they just enjoy winning. They enjoy beating you at everything, at, at every competition, really. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like, it's like the famous song from YouTube, like, I don't even know, eight years ago. I just actually quoted one of the lyrics, but Nice Guys by Ryan Higa, that, that was a high point for YouTube. And, you know, that song's about bad relationships. And then one of the dudes goes, and I'm going to beat you at every competition. You going out with the girls? You better ask my permission. Wait, no, you can't go. House is on tonight. and That's my favorite show. And I know it's obviously a very extreme example from a strange source, but <laughs> I feel like the point still stands in some way. That's like, if they're, if they're trying to control who you're friends with or where you're going, then you should get out. And yeah, and I think that also goes with, you know, there can be a security problem, but there can also just be that you guys are compatible. Maybe mm-hmm. he's not abusively controlling you. Maybe he just is a leader personality you know i know for myself sometimes i can come across as controlling i'm just more of a leader personality i don't think i necessarily control my friendships and relationships per se but for me i can control situations like i don't like feeling like things are going on without me being in control i just i don't like that it gives me fear you know if i am with somebody who doesn't like that okay we're not compatible i may not be abusive per se you know it's just we don't work out and that's a very important thing of realizing like it's okay to leave a relationship if you're just not compatible if you get past surface level and y'all just aren't clicking past there then maybe yeah maybe it's just not meant to be and ultimately that's okay like at the end of the day that shouldn't like that shouldn't devolve into like a screaming match as a breakup like <laughs> it, it, you should be able to end things well with that because if both of you are able to realize it then both of you will want to leave and it should it should be okay like that you know um any closing thoughts jacob uh hmm I, I suppose, closing words of wisdom. <laughs> closing words of wisdom. I would say, I would say, know your worth, know what you deserve, and like, like Paul Rudd, teacher, English teacher <laughs> Paul Rudd says in Perks of Being a Wallflower, uh, we accept the love we think we deserve. And I know that quote was like on everyone's phone case, or at least every like emo girl's phone case for like a solid year, but it, it is true. <laughs> it's like we do accept the love we think we deserve so if you don't know what you deserve or if you're unsure of what you deserve or you think you deserve what you're in right now you'll stay in that relationship so understand understand what you deserve and what you need 
And be okay with leaving a relationship if it's not giving you that. I suppose that's that's really my closing thought. Yeah, that's that's a great optimistic way of ending this. Um, so thank you, Jacob, for helping me with this. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share it uh, with anybody in your life who you feel like needs to hear this or needs to listen. Don't forget to follow and leave a rating. I'm so glad that you listened. Stay safe and talk to you soon. Bye-bye.